Amen. And have your attention, please. Y'all continue to enjoy your meal. Uh, I wrote something for the occasion today with the help of my wife, Keisha. My name is Derek Brown. My wife is Keisha. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy it. I don't know if I should call it a song, a spoken word, or a word. It's just, hopefully y'all enjoy it. Y'all, I've learned to respect the power of love. I want to emphasize today that I'm not talking about like your always and forever love. I'm not talking about your yearning for your love kind of love. I'm not talking about uh, your remember Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Not that one. I'm not talking about cry together love. Remember that from the old days. I'm not talking about you don't have to cry love. I'm not talking about for the love of you from the Isaac brothers. I'm not talking about boys to Atlantis. I'm not talking about breakup to makeup kind of love. I'm not talking about holding on is very hard to do when love is gone on love. We're not talking about that today. We're not talking about the breakup to makeup kind of love. We're talking about love balance kind of love. Now Mary Keisha eight years ago, and still to this very day, I envision marriage as like this ultimate friendship, this long conversation, if you will, is based on honesty, mutual disclosure, forgiveness, and dependability. It's a conversation that allows two to cover each other as they are made perfect by God's perfecting process, which includes healing a lot of hurt, taking off your mask and being your authentic self all day, every day, and staying in the driver's seat of life as you travel those roads together, and most of all, trusting, trusting God, so that we all walk in the peace and the comfort and joy faith and hope that, that we call love. Now we're learning to travel that road. We're eight years in, but we're still learning, learning every day. And to achieve that level of friendship, you gotta do a lot more than pat yourself on the back on your anniversary. And you gotta do a lot of unlearning, especially from a lot of the messages you receive and a lot of our songs. A lot of ones that I just and in that process of unlearning, we've been learning that achieving love's vision needs some revision. Whole lot of relationship, maybe a little less religion. A lot of decision, a little precision, a couple of setbacks, even some. Head on collisions. But peace takes time. You got to heal those incisions. You want to be reconciled. You want to multiply division. You want to get that new addition via subtraction of all distraction and inaction. You want to put together fractions 
put down factions, overreactions, dissatisfactions. And that's tough. That's tough. See, me and my wife, Keisha, we're both learning because we're both very independent people who are learning how to be interdependent. Trying to keep our balance and not become codependent. Really drag each other down. That's, that's tough. And what we have is much more than they could see. And what we have is much more than they could see. And what we have is much more than they could see. And what we have is much more than they could see. We're learning how to pray for each other's dreams and not just our own. And then how to rise up from the prayer and help each other make our dreams a reality. I'm learning how to pray for God to change my heart and, and not my wife's. We want to speak each other's love language, yeah, but we also want to use a vernacular and everyday language of kindness, care, concern, and respect. One that does away with talk like, oh God, I'm just playing. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. Because that word just is a little microaggressive. And believe it or not, it injects a very slow acting poison into the fellowship that can just grow up on you at any time. We want to build a home that's a refuge of peace and support. We want to do for each other even when we don't. We want to listen with ears of acceptance, affirmation, accountability, and most of all, empathy. We want to apologize even when we're right and everything matters. It never really matters who's right. I'm not sure that there's any such thing as being right. What might be a little more important is that we go all right. I want to take comfort and be content in knowing that my wife loves Jesus and me. And that is it's not a competition. It's not a competition. She loves Jesus way more. We want to share our hearts. Now I'm talking about the human heart, the mind will and emotion. We want to share that with an even tone. Because this road we're traveling, y'all, this is long. There's a lot of twists and turns, a lot of hills and valleys. 
But when you can stay on that journey together, that's stopping when you need to stop and traveling when you need to travel, you're going to get to a place of higher, deeper, and sweeter love. It's a concept I call big love. Big love. And I'll tell you, it is the sweetest thing I've ever known. Listening to the background track, that's a song called Love Battle by LTD featuring Jeffrey Osborne. LTD stands for Love, Togetherness, and Devotion. And from the time I learned that, they've been like my favorite group. And I first heard this song when I was six years old. And I want to tell you something. It became my favorite slow jam, but there's no way I should have had a favorite slow jam when I was six years old. <laughs> But in all honesty and disclosure, my dad was a DJ, among many other things. And my dad DJ had all the holes in the wall and all the juke joints. Our family had its own juke joint. Where we had all the family parties, and then they sent the kids home, and then they partied like adults. So let me simplify it by saying I knew a whole lot more about slow dance than I should have known. And it produced a very warped sense of love, family, and relationships because I was living those words. And I'm a musician now, but even when I was young, I had a talented ear. I can hear everything in a song, every note, every nuance, and every emotion, and most of all, every word, and I understood a lot of them, at least how to say them. Not at all about how to live them. So my testimony today is I've been doing a whole lot of unlearning so when I do music now in my little home studio, I pull this song up because I didn't listen to R&B music for a long time. And as I slowly began to revisit the songs that I knew said, the things that the guys would want to say to each other, I pulled this one up because I always remember, I got this memory, of Jeffrey Osborne singing this song on Soul Train. Because when I was little, I didn't know that they didn't really sing on Soul Train. And I also believe in Santa Claus, and I love wrestling, or wrestling. And finding out that each of those things wasn't what I thought they were, it, it broke my heart. But I will never forget that, and you can pull this up on YouTube, Jeffrey Osborne and LTD, which is this big band, lots of instruments, and he's lip syncing, and all the band members are just standing there, not playing the instruments. But he was wearing this cream-colored, V-neck, big collar, one piece jumpsuit. And it was tight. <laughs> and he had on these knee high, some people call them cognac colored boots, and like the colors that are very popular now, but my dad calls them saddle brown boots. So even with all of that going on in the background, and even with him not singing, the way he lip synced that song was powerful to me. Because you saw somebody who was testifying about something that he had in his life. And he wanted you to know it. And I heard him do it live. And he's 70 years old now. Anytime I hear him sing a song, it takes me right back to 1976. And he's still delivering it with that power. Because he found that thing that I think I found was higher, deeper, and sweeter than anything I've ever known. And maybe it took me revisiting his song 
with where I am in my life now to really feel where he was coming from. Because I'm there now. All of it. So to my wife, here's you see. Look at me, baby. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for giving me a wonderful